thousand stories of what they think you're like, but I've heard the tender whisper of love in the dead of night, and you tell me that you're pleased and that I'm never alone. You're a good, good father. It's who you are. It's who you are. It's who you are. And I'm in love by you. It's who I am. It's who I am. It's who I am. Oh, and I've seen many searching for answers. Far Today, I would just like to, um, there's a couple things on my mind, won't make, hopefully won't make it long, but I just felt that, that I was, God wanted me to speak this out. Um, there's a lot of suffering going on every day, and there's a lot of storms going on in a lot of people's lives, and, uh, you know, sometimes you feel like you're numb completely. That's, that's the way I feel. You feel numb, you don't know what what to do or how to feel, you just feel like you want to crawl in a hole and just close the doors, lock lock the doors, close the windows, so to speak. <laughs> and it's just really tough for everyone who's uh, who's suffering so many painful things in their life. But before we get to that, I want to share something that's uh, that I really feel passionate about that I see going on online, the social media, uh, as things go on that no one knows what they're talking about. And these are people that are, are Christians, supposedly. I believe they are. Um, but I think they're misinformed, and I think they're um, not very educated because they're not reading the Word of God. And what I'm talking about is them constantly, some things are happening in our country. You see the Lord, what He's doing, exposing the evil and so forth and so on. Then you have people coming out here, oh, this means it's the rapture. It's going to happen right here, and this is what it's going to do. And, and you know, we're in the final days, and, you know, of course we're in the final days. But will you please read your Bible, people? No one, not even Jesus himself, not the angels, knows when that's going to happen except our Lord and Father God. So stop with this false uh, prophecies that you're doing, false readings. You're reading what you want to read and hearing what you want to hear in your scriptures. But you better redo it and reread it. I'm seeing an awful lot of this happening right now. It seems like every day. Uh, it's so much that I have to detox myself and I don't watch it. Because all that does is hide people up Get them confused, and they have no idea what to do next. But if you read the Bible and you read the Scriptures, it tells you, yes, these the signs are there. Yes, they are. 
But Jesus says all these things have to happen before he comes. And you get these people who are making total fools of themselves. And Jesus warned about false teachings at the end times. So you're just playing along with the end time thing that he said. So, you know, okay, do that. Do that. You're, you're fulfilling that. But when you say that you're a, a believer and you go out and say these things, you're wrong. We don't know when. And I'm not a denier. I'm not saying that I, you know, saying like, oh, this is all going to be, you know, work out good. No, this is, this is going to be evil that we're going to be fighting until Jesus returns. But I do believe that he can save America if we do what we're supposed to do and turn things around and bring Jesus back on the throne of the United States. That can happen if it's God's will, but he needs his people to do his part, and I'm seeing that improve uh, very much so by the exposure of everything. But now you have these people who want to jump on this hyper bandwagon. I call them the Christian doomdayers, the Christian hypers, whatever. Uh, you know, and they're saying like, oh, this is going to happen. And then they bring out this map of, of, you know, chart with Daniel of the 70 years of Daniel and saying, oh, this is the year it's supposed to happen, blah, blah. You don't know that. You don't know what the Lord is going to do. So stop saying that. Yeah, that's biblical stuff, but you really don't know the day. So stop spreading that. All you're doing is creating chaos in the church. And I think that the leaders of the church need to speak up and, and, and say this. We need to purge these people that are doing this. We need to, you know, the ones that, that, that truly are, are just getting on TikTok to get views, getting on uh, doing their podcast to get views. They have clickbait, which is you see a title, you click it. It looks like it's really important and, you know, that you need to see. And, and all it is is about these people saying like, well, this is what is going to happen. And that's going to happen because now that the queen passed away, this is what's going to happen. And it's going to create the... You don't know, so stop. Please. Stick to the scriptures. Read it. Ask God to give you discernment. Ask God to give you knowledge, wisdom. And folks that you're watching this, and, it, and, it, and if you, you know, a lot of people are addicted to social media, whether it be Facebook, uh, the podcasts, TikTok is the real big one because you can scroll through these many videos and people are just like, bam, 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 throwing this all at you. I think the enemy is using that. For those of you who are watching that, stop. Take a break. Take a deep breath. Detox. Get in the Word. It's in there. Get in the Word. You don't understand it? Ask the Lord to help you understand it. I'm not a Bible scholar. I don't know everything. But I just felt that as, as a regular believer, um, the Lord wanted me to share that with you today. So please be aware of that. Um, you know, you hear a lot of things of different people saying like, this is how the rapture is going to happen. That's going to help. This is what it's going to do. That's what it's going to do. Um, you know, <laughs> the Antichrist is here right now. He probably is here right now. But a lot has got to happen before he even gets power. And you people act like he already has power. The kill shot, that's the mark of the beast. No, it's not. It's a test, but it's not. A lot of confusion, and also Christ uh, warned us about that. There will be a lot of confusion. 
So stop being confused and start um, getting educated in the Word. Really know the Word and uh, get some discernment from the Lord. That's the only way you're going to do it. Majority of these people, I hate to say it, majority of these people that have these podcasts, I can honestly say I'm not like that. I've always shared with everybody. I don't care if I have one person. I don't care if I'm talking to myself. This is not mine. This is the Lord. When he tells me to stop, I'll stop. Sure, I get frustrated sometimes. I feel like, you know, I'm not reaching out, but that's not my issue. That's God will see to it because my mission is to get the message out, save souls, and help people who are in pain, encourage them, wake them up with the truth and the word. That's why I try to bring on guests that have different opinions. Doesn't mean I agree with them, but I like to have different opinions so we all can do research and learn. Just saying. Okay. So today I want to talk about um, suffering in the storm. And there's so many of us that are experiencing different pains and storms in our lives. And it seems like uh, it's happening more and more. Again. That's the enemy attacking. Again, that's the, that is signs of the end times. The enemy's going to get worse. So I'm not, not saying that, but just remember, storms are temporary. Um, you know, um, they may seem like they, they'll last a long time, but they don't. Pain is temporary, um, but it takes a long time. Sometimes you have pain forever, and you just need to learn how to cope with it, whether it be physical mental, spiritual. You need to learn how to cope with it and ask God to help you with that struggle every day. But storms are temporary. I always say, you know, it may pass like a kidney stone, temporary, you know, but it'll pass like a kidney stone, so to speak. So it's like if you see a winter storm, you know, you see the snow falling, you you know the forecast of the storm. It's going to be a big storm, whether it be a blizzard or not. It's cold blowing outside and tomorrow the sun comes out and the snow is gone and the, and the storm's gone it's kind of like that so um that's how it you know sp- the spiritual war of the storms is uh, is spiritual warfare essentially that's what it is uh, it, of course it can be painful um uh, during the storm, <laughs> believe me, I know all of you know that. But Jesus is there, even if it doesn't feel like it. He's there, and a lot of times, you know, you never feel the Holy Spirit. Sometimes you just don't. But you gotta have faith and trust that He's there, and ask Him to show you and give you peace, and He will. But a lot of times, it's not like you don't expect to be like a magic fairy, come out and, and like Tinkerbell and wave the wand, and you're gonna feel better. You're gonna feel something. You know, sometimes you do. It just, just depends on how you are in the Word, how you are praying, and how God wants to reach to you. Everyone is different how He reaches. God sends the storm so that we can find His shelter. That's why He sends the storm. Also to help us to grow, help us to uh,
be closer to him, do the right thing, where he wants us in his will. And I know a lot of you, you don't, you know, you're saying, kill right. I don't have that. I don't have that strength to even move. I don't have that strength to even get out of bed. I don't have that. I'm so depressed. All these things are happening. Believe me, I've been there and I still am. That's why we all need to pray for everyone. Pray for people. Reach out to people. You'll be surprised what, I've always said this before, you'll be surprised what something like that can do for someone. Encouraging them. And we all know Psalm uh, 107.28.31 When they cried out to the Lord in, the, in trouble, the Lord brought them out of the stress. He claimed the storm. Excuse me. He calmed the storm. If I can, I don't even have glasses on and I can't read. He calmed the storm. The waves quieted down. So they rejoiced that the waves became quiet. That's when you can say, Lord, I know this. I know this is what you say. I believe it, but I am struggling with this right now. I'm struggling. It hurts. The pain is so real. And I just need your help. It could be he could send someone in your life, cross your path. Always find it to help look in the, back, in the past, what he's done for you. He'll do it double times over again. It never stops. You remember Matthew 8, 26, when Jesus uh, told His disciples, you have little faith. Why are you so afraid? This is when He said to them in the boat, and that's when He got up and He rebuked the waves of the, storm, the winds and the storm and the waves. That's the same thing with... Um, what can happen right now? What can happen right now in your life? And it's easy for someone to sit here and say that. I know that. Suffering, I think that's just a daily thing. We all suffer every day for something. But at the same time, Count your blessings because there's always someone else who is far off worse than we are. Think of that. So many things. People are hungry. People who lost loved ones. We all have lost loved ones, but there's still someone, maybe recently, or a young child or anything. People can be unemployed, homeless, hungry. Try to think of the blessings. Paul points, uh, pointed out, for now in this life, we see things imperfectly. But God sees the bigger picture. And one day, He will reveal it to us. But until then, we are told to trust His plan. And that is, that is hard. That is hard to do. 
God suffers uh, for your suffering, uh, you know, it's not like he's up there saying like, oh, I'm enjoying this, you know. I'm going to let you do this, this, and this. I'm going to let this happen and that happen. And keep in mind, uh, suffering comes from permission from God. Satan has to get permission from the Lord. And there's a reason for that. We don't understand it. I don't know. I mean, I think if I had Satan come up to me and says, Hey, uh, I need your permission. I want to do this to your child. I would definitely say no. So I don't understand the Lord. He's too big. That's what you just have to do. Trust Him. One day we'll know the answers. But I know until then it's a long time and it's painful. He's not He's not the creator of suffering. In the beginning, God created the world's absence of, of suffering. Genesis 1.31 God looks over His creation and declares very good. It was not His original plan of suffering would take place. And that's where the free will came in. And that's where Satan came in. I think if any of us were in the Garden of Eden, we all would have done the same thing probably. Don't go judging Adam and don't go judging Eve. We're just as bad as they were. They're forgiven. Through suffering isn't good. God uses it for good. And I'm sure a lot of you have seen that. Romans 8.28 echoes that promise. We all know that. It's easy to see someone else's life doubt in our own life. You know, we love stories of other people suffering being used for good. But often, doubt that God can use the suffering for anything of value. That's a real important thing to remember. Suffering we experience um, has to be harmful, damage, too extreme to be repaired, much less to be used for something good. But that's exactly what God is in the business for, is doing that, making it for good, turning it around. And I'm sure if you think about it and try to do that, the past suffering that you had, look at it, and see the good that God that came out of it. I guarantee you, there is. If you don't feel that way, you're lying to yourself. And why does God take His time with suffering? He doesn't desire anyone. Uh, that would put you know perished and suffer, um, but anyone would be reunited with him. God is waiting. He's being patient. He's continually pursuing those far from him in hopes that they will return to him. Good point. And I can't stand again another false preaching a uh, teaching where Christians say this. 
pastors say this. You're suffering this because God is judging you and your sin and you're not doing this and that and this and that. Who are you to judge? And God doesn't work that way. That's a lie. False teaching that's been going on in the church for centuries. One day God is going to straighten out the church. I really believe that. It's going to happen soon and it needs to be purged. Because... (laughs) The people who have been taught this, it's not their fault. It's the leaders. They're the ones going to be held accountable. Suffering will turn us bitter or turn us to God. Yeah, you have a choice. That's a tough one. Suffering can lead to bitterness. We're only human. It's okay to feel that way for a while. It's okay to get angry, bitter, Feel sorry for yourself, but as long as it doesn't last forever, because you'll never, nothing ever good will come of you. You will not be strong. You will not grow, um, and you will feel miserable. There's a lot of times when I'm like, I'm feeling down, depressed, or or feel suffering, and I don't even know why. That's the enemy. It's the enemy. You feel it. You feel that heavy pressure of the enemy. Ask God to remove it. Ask the Lord to remove it. And yell out to Satan in the name of Jesus, leave. No power. You're not going to do that to me. I had a guest on member last week, and if you haven't seen it, watch that a couple weeks ago. And um, she was explaining about that. We need to learn our authority. God gave us authority. Again, the church does not teach that. We have authority over Satan. We have authority. We, are, we have more power than you can possibly imagine if we just learn how to do it. And why we don't know how to do it? Again, the church does not teach us. That's why it's important for, I encourage everyone to do a re-look at your church that you're at. And find a church that is a spiritual church. Bible-believing church. There is a difference. Look it up. Find one near you. Go visit them. You can first check them online and see how they are. And go from there. And, and you know, um, I know it's, you know, a lot of people say this too. Well, Jesus suffered too. Yes, He did. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. We're not perfect. We're not Jesus. That's why we need Jesus. He knows that. And you know a lot of people that quote these things or say these really ignorant things. They don't have a clue what they're talking about. And they're the ones that have never struggled in their life. And I know that there's people out there. there. There are people out there. That is exactly what it's like. They've never, they live in a house with picket fences. They, they have everything worked out. You know, life's just grand. And you know, you don't understand that. I don't know why the Lord does that. I'm going to play you this. I've played it before. Listen to this, what this elderly lady has to say. And it just explains it all, that people like that. They've never had issues. They've never had, uh, you know... Life is great. Everything's going good. You know, great jobs. 
they, you know, they have all the material things and, you know, that's not what I'm saying is important, but, you know, they're well taken care of. She explains it in a nutshell. Watch this. Sometimes the devil allows people to live a life for your well, trouble. Maybe not. I'll try to get that for you. But it was it was a very, very um I don't know why the audio's not playing. But it was a, a very good video what she was saying about that. Let me see if I can get that again. But you know, you come across with people like that. You come across with people who uh who 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 constantly you know life is great and you're looking at it and you're saying like why can't i have that <laughs> why can't i have that lord and you know that there's a reason for that there's a reason for for um we may not understand it you know we may not understand it let's see if i can play this again because uh it's a it's a it just sums it all up sometimes the devil allows people to live a life free of trouble because he doesn't want them turning to God. Your sin is like a jail cell except it's all nice and comfy and there doesn't seem to be any need to leave. The door is wide open. Till one day Time runs out. The cell door slams shut. And suddenly, it's too late. Sometimes the devil allows people to live a life free of trouble. Because he doesn't want them turning to God. Their sin is like a jail cell except it's all nice and comfy and there doesn't seem to be any need to leave. And the door is wide open. Till one day, time runs out. And the cell door slams shut. And suddenly, too late it's too late yeah i played it a couple of times i mean twice because i wasn't sure if you guys could hear it or not hopefully you got the message what she said but what a way to explain that i've always questioned that i've always questioned like why are all these people you know it's it's like the devil takes care of his own maybe some christians that way too i don't i don't know it's not for me to judge but you see a lot of the unsaved people in that category and the devil does that because he doesn't, you know, he's, he's, I got you where I want you. You're comfortable. I don't want you, you know, seeking God. I don't want you finding out, you know, what can you do to straighten this out? You're going to live the perfect life. Everything in this world is yours. Just like he promised Jesus. Remember that? If you, you know, worship me. This whole world is yours. There's literally people who have sold their soul to the devil. Don't even know it. Don't even know it. And this, uh, elderly lady was stating that sometimes the devil doesn't touch anyone, I'm paraphrasing, because he doesn't want them getting close to God. That opened my eyes. I'm like, wow. 
That's kind of scary if you think about it. Because these people will never have a desire to know Christ because life is great to them in the world. They'll never want to seek Him because they feel they don't need Him. They got everything. So they're not suffering. I mean, truly suffering. I'm not talking like, oh, I had a bad day today at work. <laughs> Literally, you'll hear people like that say that. That's what they're considered. They're suffering. And those are the ones, if you're suffering, are the first thing they're going to say is something stupid to you because they have no clue. I'll give you an example. Had uh, someone uh, very close to us pass away. My wife reached out to someone. And, you know, just thinking that, you know, she could just talk to someone very close. And um, she says, yeah, I'm really, really depressed after she told the situation. And uh, they go, why? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Why? See, people don't have a clue. But God has a clue. So hang in there. Hang in there. I know it's hard. You know, they say, fake it till you make it. I don't like that saying, but sometimes you have to. Fake it when you make it, but have your faith with it. Fake it so you can make it, but have your faith with it. It'll all end. It'll all, I wouldn't say it all end, but it'll all uh, work out for the good. Work out for the, the, the good. God is good. He is a good Father. He loves us. All the suffering that we're dealing with is temporary. So all this garbage that's going on the air right now about the death of the queen and this is going to happen. Don't trust Prince Charles. He's he knows who this Antichrist is, so he wants he's going to help put the Antichrist on um on on the, in charge now, put him in power. This is the stuff we're hearing. Uh, the queen was evil. She ate babies. This is the stuff we're hearing. <laughs> Shame on you people. How dare you judge? Now, if the fruit of the tree is, is you can see the fruit, you know, your fruits of the tree, that's different. I mean, it's so plain and blunt. But just because someone has passed and you're jealous because they have been on the, uh, you know, they've had their life made, they've, they've, they've had, you know, the, the monarchy and, and, you know, they, they have the power and they have money and they're rich, you know, you're jealous and that's why you hate them. Shame on you. That's a sin. Repent. That was God's plan for them, not you. I hope everyone uh, has, uh, will, will share this. If it, gets, if it gets out there, it does. If it doesn't, that's fine too. It's funny, most of my um, highest views are the political stuff, which I understand because people um, want to know what's going on. But I, my, my format is a mixture of both. You get people, you know, They'll, they'll get a message. Maybe they'll hear something and want to know more. 
and get their soul saved. That's what I try to do. I'm not perfect. I fail. I try every day. But that's just what it is. And um, whether I'm talking to myself or talking to a few, talking to one, it's still worth it. So just remember, get in the Word. Stay away from the toxic media, the toxic podcasters, the doomsday Christians, the false teachings that they're saying. They want attention. They want views. They want to be famous. They want money because they get more subscribers. They get money. They have no clue what they're talking about. I mean, these are the same people saying, JFK's alive. He's going to come back with Trump. Kidding me? The other one I heard too was a while back. Uh, we 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 rescued all the children in the tunnels. I do believe there were tunnels. I don't know what it was all about, and I do believe probably there were tunnels down there for maybe the child's uh, uh, sex trafficking. That's possible. But here's what they were saying: they're saying like they were rescued, and then they were brought on the mothership above, and they're being healed. Are you kidding me? And these are Christians. What is wrong with you people? That's the garbage we need to get rid of. We need to purge these people. It's ruining the true platform. It's ruining the true message. So I encourage you, don't support that. And call them out on it. Call them out. It's crazy. And it's just going to get worse. Yeah, with election, it's going to get bad because, you know, like we've always said and shared the enemy, uh, what they're doing, it's, you know, they're going to keep fighting. You know, I, you know, I'm not going to go down that line. You all know that. But you're not helping matters by saying these false teachings. It doesn't help people that are in the suffering and in the storm. So be praying for everyone, be praying for our country, be praying for, uh, as it gets closer to the election, be praying for the church, that God will clean house, restore his church back, restore our country back, keep fighting, don't sit back and just say, oh, I'm not going to do anything, you can be a part of it, God expects you to do it, use your gift, and just just keep peace with God, He is in. he's always in control, um, I pray for you guys who are suffering and going through terrible storms and that the Lord will give you the peace and comfort. May his light shine upon you. God bless you all. And um, we hope that um, things will be looking up for everyone. Um, we just pr pray that. And we, we, we uh, will continue to uh, ask God to... Uh, Give us the comfort that we need. And um, that's more or less all I'm going to say today, guys. Um, God bless you all. And uh, stay in touch. My email is thekilroywilliamshow at gmail.com. Love to hear from you if you want. If not, no big deal. If you feel you could be a guest on about something to share, you're more than welcome to. Input, encouragement, all that kind of stuff. I'd appreciate it. Y'all have a great day.
God bless you all. It's who I am. It's who I am.